We are talking conference championship Saturday, Daniel. And if you're not in a conference championship, and you, you don't need hoping, to listen to this button, if you are hoping that your team has a mega weekend in college football because another team lost, congratulations, your poverty and your program is worthless. And Jim Harbaugh owns you. Owns you, Ohio State. We're talking all them betting lines for all them games, including the SEC Championship, here on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, and everybody, welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast here on the Locked On Podcast mm-hmm. Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen, the first listen, Clint, of the day, right here, the Locked On Bulldogs I'm glad, podcast. I'm glad you're talking first listen, Daniel. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Now, let's talk about, we're here to talk about the SEC Championship game. Um, we have had, but not to toot our own horn, okay. Clint, but... But we've had a heck of a week of shows. It's been Look, a fun time. These have been bangers, dude. It's been a fun time leading up. And so, listen, if you haven't caught up on all the shows, go back to last Saturday. Uh, last Saturday night, we got a recap show of the Georgia Tech game. Uh, we got into some things. Tuesday, had another great episode coming out on Wednesday. Had Caroline Fenton of Locked On LSU on the pod. Got to talk about where the LSU fans' headspace is, which LSU fan down in the comments, um, I, I haven't heard much from you, but wondering how you're doing, just wondering how things are uh, for you. And um, yesterday, did anything happen yesterday on the podcast? <laughs> Look, y'all, if you listen to us on podcast, thank you so much. If you're on a YouTube subscriber, head on over to podcast, find Locked on Bold, subscribe, download. Even if you don't listen to it, help We would appreciate out. if you're a YouTube subscriber. G- just get Just there. Subscribe to the audio podcast as well. That would help if you us out. were on the audio side or the YouTube side. You saw Chris on. Uh, you heard him. I guarantee you heard him. It, even, whether you saw him or not, it was uh, there were some things said. There were a on lot the pod, of things said. But I think it's worth a listen if you're a Georgia fan. Not safe for work, but no. I think it's worth a listen. Put those headphones on if you're a Georgia fan. Um, uh, listening to some things he has to say, but let's let's not belabor the point, Clint. Clint. People do not love the banter. So let's get right to the nitty-gritty of the SEC championship game. Now it's been it's been a minute since your Georgia Bulldogs have won the SEC championship. It's been a full five years. Um, sure. I remember it well. I do. It was a great game. It was a Ooh, great day in beautiful. 2017. Uh I want to taste it again. I want to go back there. I need I want to get that. Well, I need it. I need to have it. Let's talk about how we expect the game to play out. Las Vegas thinks it's going to be Georgia comfortably, and they think it's going to be Georgia in a relatively low-scoring affair. The yes, over-under is set at 51, and the line at this moment is 17.5. Clint, that's only up. I'm, I brought this up to Caroline on Wednesday. That's only up one point even after LSU's debacle. In College Station over the weekend, Vegas 
standing by their, you know, standing true to what they set the line at originally, only moving at one point. 17 and a half, 51 is the total, Clint. Do you like a side? Do you like a total? And how do you expect this game is going to play out? You know, Daniel, we talked on this podcast. This 51 number, Vegas, I applaud you. Like, I, you just you just guys love money in Vegas. They do like to have money. Because the 51 number, Daniel, is what we've talked about. Many people talk in the SEC championship, this shootout, this points galore. And we've talked, no, 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 no. If you've watched this Georgia team, if you've watched this LSU team, Daniel, uh, you're going to know that 51 number is right around what I would anticipate. So I, I was going to take the under no matter what. Yep. I, I don't know if I can now because it's just it's right in that zone. They have nailed mm-hmm. this number for I'm me. I'm still going to take the under, by the way. I'm and still going to take it. I'm still going to. I guess gonna that's it. the point. If we were to pick a side in this game, I I don't like the spread at all. That 17 and a half, Daniel, is a lot of points. It is a lot of points. I have the game now. I have, I'm at a bit of a disadvantage because Caroline forced it out of me on Wednesday. Yeah. I'm at a, I'm on record 31-13, and I'm not going to change that. I'm going to stick with that. And so I am a very narrow cover by Georgia. Narrow cover. And I am uh, under by by a, a sizable margin, by about seven points, I'm under on this spread. So I definitely like the under more than I like Georgia laying the points. Yeah, and that under, I, I would have this game. You already have given your prediction for the week. My prediction for the week is 28 to 8. I'm giving that 8 number out. Maybe, you know, Brian Kelly comes out there. <laughs> he with goes some... for a meaningless two-point conversion in the fourth quarter. Say he won't, Daniel. That sounds like a long snapper flings it over Brett Thorson's head through the back of the end zone and two field goals. But look, I'm so it, the 20 points is well within the cover. I understand that, but I still don't like it. The under is in play for me. If I had a lean in this game, it's the under because I, I said so. My principle was that I think how this LSU matchup, they don't match up favorably against they us, don't. Daniel. They don't. And all? you look at the you look at the season. We haven't talked about this game a ton, just you and I. We haven't broken it down a ton. But do you know who the best running back on this team is? Uh he's the quarterback. It's Jaden Daniels. Yeah, yeah, it's the quarterback. Um do you know who has the most carries on the team? It it's the quarterback. It's the it's Jaden Daniels, yeah. So and um do you know what George's game plan is going to be geared towards stopping? Stop the quarterback run. It's the quarterback, yeah. So it's the that's going to be the thing. I think Smile Mon and JDJ, we talked about this on Tuesday. I think it's Beast, a huge boys, matchup feast. Um, for Georgia. And, you know, uh, health notwithstanding, because I think the kid's going to be fine and the kid's going to play, I think it's just a tough – It's a, he's going to have to stand in the pocket and spin it downfield to have a chance against Georgia. And, and they have the dudes to do it. They have the wide receivers, 100%. Have they done that all year? When he feels the pressure from 88 and 13 and 33, when he feels the pressure, will Jaden Daniels be able to stand in there and spin it downfield and not just tuck the ball and think that he can do something? That I don't think is real. Uh, That's what we've not seen from them this entire season. And so, um, 
Yeah, I, I don't see a path to LSU scoring a ton of points. And no. Georgia's red zone defense has been awesome Elite. this year. Best in the nation. Yeah, so uh, even if they move the ball, which I think they might, I just think Georgia is going to be able to, for the most part, keep them out of the end zone. I got them scoring that one touchdown, but uh, I feel good about holding this team uh, under 20 for sure. And I think if you hold them under 20, that under is definitely in play. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Hey, we're going to come back after this, uh, after these messages. But first, I want to let you about Bet Online, Daniel. Bet Online is the official sportsbook expert of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcasts everywhere. Yep. Uh, all these bets that we're going to be talking about, Daniel, mm-hmm. for Championship Saturday, people can go to Bet Online. It's right there. Head over there. That's They're what safe. they should do then. They're reliable. Yep. They got everything that you need. They got parlays. We talking crazy talk. Daniel, we talking. Hey, listen. Sometimes lines. the Dukes and the Weldon brothers, they got to get out there. They got to get themselves a little. They got to sprinkle a little bit on everything. Look, you get that cheddar. Okay. You go to the all-you-can-eat buffet. You don't come back with one item. No. You come what? back with a whole plate full of items. And that's what Bet Online has, Daniel. They got all the items. The official sports book sponsors of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcasts everywhere. Head over there right now. Bet Online, your sports book experts. All right, Clint, let's start, start talking about some championship game locks. So we're going to play the hits first, okay. all right? Okay. And let's start on Friday night. This is the biggest game of Ohio State season. Was that a It's Casey happening Kasem on Friday night. Yeah. Reference? Yeah, the top top 30, top 40. Yeah. That's top 40 countdown. Just making sure. Um, most of the people listening to this podcast have no idea who that human being That's is. absolutely fine by me. Nor what the medium radio is. They do. They're not familiar with that either. Um, let's talk about the Pac-12 championship game. Ohio Ooh. State's hoping to win it. Ohio State is really hoping to claim their first Pac-12 title in school history. I honestly, I, I don't feel sorry for many fan bases. Uh huh. I got a neighbor. He went to Ohio State. Okay. He played tight end at Ohio State. Did he recently know? set his apartment on fire? Um, he wept openly, Daniel. Okay. Yeah. So. so been a tough go. Tough go. Been now, he is not the Ohio State fan. He, he will say, hey, look, we lost. Like, that's mm. on us. He's, I mm. think, the only Ohio State fan in the world saying that right now. So he's not the guy that runs the Mr. Ohio Twitter account. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? I know this for a fact. He is not. You know that for a fact. Okay, well, that's nice. Let's talk about USC and Utah. It's three points right now. That's USC and Utah. It's the narrowest of margins. That's narrow. Okay. So, last week, USC not getting a lot of respect against Notre Dame. No. Four and a half points is what that line closed at. And, and they I, came out swinging. I snatched it up and cashed easily. I'm going to do the same thing this week, Clint. Give me USC, USC and I'm going to lay them. I think this team is not getting the respect that it is due I think people still have some Utah-Oregon PTSD Pac-12 title game when Utah came out and just absolutely bludgeoned Oregon in the mouth and beat them physically in last year's title game. That's not. I don't think that's going to happen because USC has a soft as all get-out defense. I will grant you that. I will give you that. 
But I think the offensive line and the offensive front for USC actually can be pretty physical. They can run the ball. The I don't yeah. think the defensive front for Utah is going to overpower the offensive front from USC. And USC's got the first, second, and third best players in this game. And so I feel like they're going to score. And I don't know that Cam Rising and Utah are going to be able to hang with them. And so I'm going to lay them. What, what say you? I'm laying the points as well. But in all these picks, Daniel, this is my least favorite because it's the Pac-12. Y'all? It's the Bill Walton philosophy of the Pac-12. Whatever is the worst case scenario for the Pac-12, that is what the Pac-12 will do. Will happen. So I'm laying the points as well. USC's the most talented team. Uh, Caleb Williams, I, look, that dude can ball. He can he spin. Can, he can play. It, it's something. So, yes. Uh, Daniel, the hits keep on coming, however. Okay. Let's you want to go next to the to playoff contenders? Yeah, let's stick with the let's stick with the teams the that matter, four. and then yeah. we'll go to the rest of the Power Five Thank conferences. You. Fantastic. <laughs> TCU, Horned Frogs, uh huh, playing Kansas State. Daniel, yep. the spread you right now. Talk about a spread. <laughs> you want to talk about narrow? Let's get thinner. How about yeah. two and a half is the spread in this game? Over under is sixty two, which is kind of wild to me. If I'm being perfectly honest, that's a that's a fair amount of points for two and a half. Usually, when you get lots of points out there. I mean, I know there's certain teams like Oklahoma can play, used to be able to play with some high-powered offenses mm-hmm. and close games like that. But typically, if it's if it's that many points, it's going to be 10, 17, something like that as a point spread. Two and a half, Daniel. Less than a field goal. Two and a half. Um, let's, let's talk about why this point spread is what it is. Um, the, the last time these teams did play this season, um, they played at TCU. Home for the Horn Frogs. Home game. And wh- what had happened? And that game was, it ended up being a 10-point win for TCU, but that was not indicative of what no. of how the game went. Kansas State was right there in that game, and Kansas State in that game lost not only their starting quarterback. Yep. But then they had lost their backup quarterback as well. And Kansas State played, from my memory, most of, if not all, of the fourth quarter of that game with a third-string quarterback and still was hanging around in there with TCU. Now, obviously, Kansas State is starting the guy who was the backup in that game, who a lot of people believe over, uh, ahead of Adrian Martinez, I can't remember the kid's name, but not Adrian Martinez, the other guy. Uh, it, it, I think the offense is better now it's that better. they've made that switch. <clears throat> yeah, um, he's healthy again. He's back and leading the charge. TCU's not playing at home in this game. Uh oh. But TCU has gotten better, Clint. I don't know how they are like the the cat of the NCAA playoff committee. Like every time you think they're going to die, they snatch victory from the hand of defeat. They're not surviving. That's the misconception about TCU. And I'm, I might have been guilty of feeling that way several weeks ago. I'm right here. I've already said, I've given my mea culpa. I apologize publicly three times to TCU. They're not surviving. They are getting better. 
as a football team. And I don't think this game is going to be close at all. TCU going to roll them, Daniel. I would lay nine in this game. So I'm not, I will bet two and a half. But I'll tell you what else I'm going to do. Clint. Give it to me. I'm going to go look for some of that alternate money. Mm-hmm. You understand? Oh, I do. And I'm going to lay several points with TCU. What What if I were to tell you that I could get you a TCU minus nine? Okay. What's the juice? For plus... 280? <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. That's a couple part. That's damn, that's a three team parlay favorite right there that I can that's, get that for. That's just a one that's a, single, a one teamer. single unit. Okay. That's you like that. I no. I like TCU in this game. Uh, if USC makes me the most nervous, TCU is my most confident play of the week. TCU does not make me nervous at all. I like it. I like it as well. Yeah. Uh, and again, one more time, Blake, I apologize. Yeah. Blake I do not. You deserve everything. You <laughs> um, uh, let's talk. L- let's go. Let's go, go to Michigan. Purdue, Michigan. Yeah, Purdue, Michigan. This line Purdue, is not Purdue. Purdue is playing in a conference championship game. Look, here's the deal. A couple things really quick with Purdue. I have bet Purdue a couple times this year to cover, um, and they've produced some amazing results. They've produced... Is that what you said? I did. They've produced. I did. Okay. You is that is that he's a little been too... here? He's been here all week, people. Is that a little too? On he's the been nose? he's is been that... here all week. Look, that's look. We had we had Mahler on last night, and yeah. and things got crazy. I'm still not recovered from that. No. Um, okay. Purdue's playing some good football, Daniel. I know. Okay. Now look, it's it's a conference that is weak. They are mm-hmm. down. Michigan seems to be steamrolling. 17 points is a lot of points. Do you think Michigan is is coasting in this game, Daniel? I don't care if Michigan's coasting or not in this game. They're not going to cover 17. I don't care either. Purdue's playing good football, and Michigan just played their absolute souls on fire last week, Daniel. The tank is empty. I I don't think Michigan's going to lose in this game. No, I don't either. But they're not the least likely top four team to lose. I'll tell you that. And they're not the second least likely top four team to lose either. Purdue's covering this 17. That's a lot of points. Purdue is covering. Give me Purdue plus the 17. Uh, I do as well. <coughs> Look, I said they're playing good football. Uh, y'all can make fun of me for that, but they actually are. And it's the Big Ten, and things get crazy in the Big Ten, and it's good old Midwest football. Have you ever seen Nebraska Is Iowa play? playing in this game? <laughs> they are not. They are not. Hey, we're going to come back after this. Hit you with some more hits, but first, these ads. Great announcements. Great. Had a great time with announcements. Um, having a casserole dinner down in the fellowship hall later. And so wanted to make sure everybody knew about that. Look, the uh, narthex, Daniel, needs a fresh The east paint. narthex. Yeah, so if you want to do that, we're going to be doing that on Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, okay. 
Let's talk about the ACC championship game because I guess we oh have to. Oh, my gosh, we have to. Clemson and North Carolina. Can I say I don't care? Is that Are there two teams that hate themselves more than Clemson and North Carolina right now? Do you think the face that Nick Saban has is because he's old and outdated and he hates his team? Okay. Okay. All of those things are true. Mac Brown has that face on because I don't know if Mac Brown knows what year it is. <laughs> so, there's no Mac Brown has that face on and he may be being filmed for a for a commercial for a prescription drug. Like at this moment. If you were a loved one that you know are suffering from this and then it's just a picture of Mac Brown, current Mac Brown. Because he got that he got that Jorge Pickens stance to him. Uh-huh. But it's not it's not ironic stance. It's his stance because he don't know how to stand. Yeah. Okay. Seven and a half points, Clint. Where are you going? You get seven and a half in this game? I'm seeing seven and a half right now. Okay, something weird happening because I, I see it at nine in a couple sites, Daniel. Nine points Clemson is favored by? Yeah. I I'll tell you what, I don't I'm not interested in either of those numbers. No. Do you know what number I'm interested <clears throat> in? Give me the give me the The North Carolina money line. Money the sprinkle. Because look Ua Ungalale, you want to see a coach that don't know how to coach a roster. Dabo, you could have made the playoffs. George Vance, talk just... to me about West Virginia's quarterback room right now, real quick, just in case we're just in case we're talking about mismanaging quarterbacks. Talk to me about West Virginia's quarterback depth. That's interesting. It yeah. is because JT Daniels has played himself to non existent Out of a job. That's He's right. not He's not playing. Meanwhile, Stetson Bennett is about to compete for his second national championship. And um, Clemson, on the other hand, has now, for two consecutive years, Uh been trotting this man out on the field, even though he has been legally deceased for all that time. (laughs) Make the switch. Literally deceased. (laughs) Man has been. This man has been pronounced dead. We held a funeral for him in Charlotte. It was at a Wendy's. We were there was a lot of mourning there involved. I personally was weeping quite a bit. There was he was personally weeping. It wasn't for Ua Ungole's actual death, but he was crying. Yeah, I was weeping in a Wendy's if parking lot. You think line. I am kidding you that I literally had to carry Daniel. You don't know. Is it the third segment yet? At it least is. The, yeah, the third segment, <laughs> listeners. Well, we're okay. Glad you're here. Uh, North Carolina winning this game, Daniel. I like. I mean, I like it. If you catch nine, I'm catching nine. Like, please give me nine. Just take nine. Oh, I bet it already. I'll probably triple bet it by the time that Saturday comes. That's around. a lot of points. All right. Open board, Clint. What else do you like? Uh, give me Boise State. Oh, catching or given three and a half. They were given three. The line jumped to three and a half. I don't care. Boise State winning this game. I didn't think they were playing good football. They played inspired football down the stretch. Fresno State started hot. I don't think they can keep up. I think talent gap is the key here. And give me Boise State. You can still catch a three out there. There's some threes out there. Well, then give me that. Um, I like. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. UTSA Roadrunners oh. in the Conference USA championship yes. game. 
I'm seeing an eight and a half out there. I like that number a lot. You run Liam with UTSA. It's a uh, it's a it's going to be a Friday night special as well. So you could catch that during the commercials of the USC Utah game. Um, uh, man, that's Saturday night. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry. That that Saturday. Uh, yeah, that Saturday night slate. It's uh, it's tough. There's not a lot. You got Purdue, Michigan, and if Purdue doesn't keep that game close, what do you what do you think about U- Tulane UCF? This is a rematch. This is the most this the the most intriguing non Power Five game of the weekend. Because UCF, Daniel, the Gus Bus. Both of these teams are good teams. These are Tulane's a good quality team. football teams. They're both good. good. Yeah, they're both. <clears throat> good. UCF um, had a had a, a stumble. Uh, a few weeks ago, but they're still a good football team, I think. Uh, three and a half is a line. Do you see it for three? Is there still three and a I half? I see a three and a half still. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, my lean is green wave, Daniel. Yeah, I lean towards the green wave too. I wonder though if the Georgia fans are going to laugh at this. I wonder if Gus Malzahn in a game like this is not is not a uh, a, a positive for UCF that pushes them over the top. And they maybe are able to go out and get this win. I, I don't think that's bad, especially with wasn't it Tulane's coach that was rumored at Georgia Tech? Yes, but he obviously he didn't get that job. No, because Georgia Tech pulled a smart move, which I did not see. They coming. actually did the thing, dude. That guy's. I almost tweeted this today. That guy, Brent Key's first call should be to Cadillac Williams. He ought to call him and say, "Hey, I'll pay you any amount of money to co- to have any job you want, and you will just put together a staff of interim." coaches and we'll all just go over there I, that's it was a great it was a great move by great uh do you have a lean in army navy next week and did you see those army black knight uniforms okay, that they the are going to be wearing here's the deal i had to go immediately change my pants here's the deal um before i saw those uniforms i was heavy navy and then Army came out, and I said, no, let's switch this around because those. The games. uniforms of the Army-Navy game has become my favorite college football tradition, and I'm not joking about that. It, it's gorgeous. Those tank uniforms that Army has are exceptional, and I mean exceptional. Exquisite. Um, uh, listen, enjoy your time at the Benz this weekend, Georgia fans. Um, uh, enjoy... A championship, we hope, uh, on Saturday against LSU. A little bit of, uh, it's not really redemption for 2019, but it it will be nice to get a win against LSU and put things right again in this series. And um, as we said at the beginning of the week, this is the postseason. This is the first game of the postseason. A championship game here. And then hopefully, if we win it, Clint, we get our next game right there in that very same building. Same spot. Which would be very nice. So, Georgia fans, enjoy this. We Daniel, will be back on Saturday night. We, we got we make it down to Atlanta? We'll just we'll just see we'll just see where we end up. Okay. All right. We'll just see we'll just see where we end up, is all. I'm already probably gonna be down. <laughs> and so question is, are you gonna make it down? to atlanta look here drop us a comment drop a comment Mm. over on the podcast side once you subscribe and download 
Yeah. And also on the YouTube. Can I leave my children at home? Just, just, just at me. Home. Can I just, can I just leave my diehard children who are 11 and 9 at home? Will, will they hate you forever? I, you tell me, parents. <laughs> <laughs> or we just need a few more tickets. <laughs> we, just, we just need to acquire a handful, let's call them. Let's call, let's, call it the, let's call it five. A small gaggle of tickets. We'll need. But that's not that many. All right. Uh, we'll be back Saturday night, breaking down, overreacting to uh, the SEC Championship game here on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Thanks for subscribing to the YouTube. Thanks for subscribing to the audio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcast. And we will see you guys Saturday. See ya.